Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Goopies. We're back after a long hiatus, Quite it feels break. like. Uh, yeah, it's been, what, three or four weeks, probably? I don't know. A, a while. Yeah, we had Christmas, going out of town. I think we both sort of got sick after New Year's. We're working, and then... Well, wait, what is it today? The 10th? The 11th? The uh, 12th. The 12th. 12th. Yeah. So, yeah, we really have taken a break. I feel like we've taken at least one more week off than most podcasts. At least one. Yeah. yeah. I feel like most people came back last week, even if they were off. Well, I think a lot of them... No, I don't think so. I think a lot of them the week before last had some sort of like pre-recorded thing. Yeah, and we can't do that because we're at the whims of the Goop newsletter. Which also, by the way, came out like yesterday, so it doesn't matter. I yeah. mean, no, uh, the they've come out with stuff over the holidays, but it's a lot of recycled material. Oh my God. This they past were week, sleeping on yeah. it. Which, you know, we all deserve a break. But their life is a break. Gwyneth has been, I mean, what should, should we start with some Gwyneth news or some diet news? Oh, God. I mean, well, look, this is Goop Yourself. Let's talk about Gwyneth. She got engaged, guys. Everyone's proud of her. Everyone knows it. God, she looks so young and beautiful. I want to kill myself. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, she looks great. That's why she's a movie star. I mean, but she doesn't... I mean, look, maybe... uh, Maybe this is wrong of me, but... I've been having anxiety about aging. You know, I'm 32. I'm, I'm... I'm going to turn 33 in a month. That's right. I just I just turned, I don't even want to say it, 36. I said I've it. always, my entire life I've thought that either 34 or 36 were going to be my best years. But I've thought that since I was a little girl. I don't know okay. why I'm psychic. But I will say this. Looking at pictures of Gwyneth Paltrow I, and how young and radiant she looks, and even though she kind of looks, you know, her age, but just beautiful. Yeah. It's so comforting to me. So you don't feel jealousy as much as 
comfort. Like if she can do this, I can do this. If I was this. Yeah, exactly. If she was younger than me, I would be like, well, fuck her anyway. Oh, yeah. But because she's like at least 10 years older than me, probably. Yeah, more. She turned. She's yeah. She's like, I think she's like 10 years older than me. So she's like 46. Yeah. So she looks amazing. I no, I find it. That's like my church is just like looking at her face yeah because you know i mean obviously she started off with amazing jeans she looked there's no denying it. yeah but i like the fact that she doesn't claim to be perfect like you know she like drank and smoke like who knows if she's she probably does that stuff a little bit but not like she did in her 20s but she was like a party girl yeah and then she was able to uh stay beautiful because i'll see i mean okay this is a bad well i don't know if it's a bad example but i watched Real Housewives of New Jersey, yeah. which is boring. Mm-hmm. There's a new lady on it named Margaret. She's a similar complexion as Gwyneth. She's like very fair, blonde hair. And I think so- sometimes women that are very fair, uh, you get wrinkles easier. Yeah. She just had a 50th birthday party. Mm. So she's only like, what, four years older than Gwyneth Paltrow? Yep. And she looks like, I mean, an old hag. Is that bad to say? That's terrible she looks, to say. She looks not great. But this is what I don't understand about that is now you can get it all injected away, can't you? You'd think, yeah. Especially if you're rich. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. They I think don't it's do just it in sunscreen is the most important thing. Oh more, God, I know. Even more than diet and uh, exercise I and everything. I think for sunscreen skin. Sunscreen and water. And water, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two things I hate the most. Yeah, I, that is weird. You hate water. I know. I do hate. A lot I, of people do. I love just, it. I like. I've I know I have to drink water, so I got like a big like thirty two ounce thing of wa- like a water thing. Uh-huh. I just fill it up and like force myself to suck it down, and then I fill it up again, and then put suck a, like it down. a a little bit of juice or something that in it. Doesn't, doesn't do it. That makes it worse. <laughs> okay. I just want to like it's just I don't I don't know. I just like force myself to drink two things of that every day, and I'm mm-hmm. just like whatever. That's fine. I feel better when I do it. I just I don't I don't enjoy it. Yeah, I always have a thing of water sipping on it. I like it. I don't know. Um, what else? Okay, so she got engaged. We didn't even talk about Gwyneth's engagement. We like. Well, see. all I'm thinking about is like pictures of her engagement. Yeah, I she, mean, she, when she, I hear Gwyneth Paltrow got engaged, my brain goes to pictures of engagement pictures and her skin. That's it. That's yeah. what that means to me. Because what the hell do I care? I don't know her. We don't know her. Her fiance is Brad Falchuk, who's a very successful television writer. He's like Ryan Murphy's writing partner. Which is so cool. Uh, I mean, they are such a cool couple. Yeah. I mean, he looks I mean, he looks very like LA. Like She likes that. I know she does like it. I don't know. He has like sort of long hair and he's like skinny and like he's he's not my type, really. But good for them. He's my type in the sense that, like, I like how he looks with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. And that makes him for me. Sure. Gwyneth's yeah. type is our type. Yeah, We're anything Gwyneth likes, I like. Uh, I don't think they've set a date yet. Um, Chris is involved. You know, they, well, yeah. they're they very close. Chris is now dating Dakota. I was going to say Dakota Fanning. Oh, Dakota Johnson. Um, oh, who that's is a good couple, Melanie too. Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson's daughter, who's in those sex movies 50 shades 50 of gray. shades of gray she's very pretty she's very pretty i think that's a good couple yeah i think that all four of them they're but okay so how do you think that this is going to be for the rest of their lives they're going to die in each other's arms gwyneth and brad or no what do you um, give it five years more maybe. i no. think i think between five and ten i would say 
yeah, maybe five, five to 10. And I honestly, I have no problem with that. I think that's how marriage should be. I think that you should get married. Um, my mom used to say that you should get married three times. You get Ooh. married when you're young for like passion and sure. then you marry someone for like stability when you're like older and then you marry like your actual soulmate when you're old <laughs> and your mom's on number two now she's on two so she just has one more to go yeah but i think she's gonna st- see this one through Still, yeah yeah good for her yeah um yeah i hope that i stay married to the same guy forever but who knows well you, you never know. whatever works for you <laughs> whatever, yeah <laughs> i want to get married like multiple times sure uh we didn't even have a wedding. I, that stresses me out even thinking about having a wedding. I'm glad we didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys just went. You alone. Well, you had like a vacation. Like you went. You had like a private wedding. We, yeah, at the city clerk's office in Van Nuys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, That's enough how about I do us. It. Get in, get out. <laughs> um, oh, let's talk about our January diets slash detoxes. All right, this is honestly the most important thing. Okay, so yeah. first of all, we'll get into the detoxes. The, obviously, Goop came out with detoxes. Yeah. We'll get into them, but I just want to let our listeners know we... We're not doing them this are year. Are not doing them. <laughs> um, and the reason is... Well, one of the big reasons is that um, Goop came out with their detoxes like January 8th. Yeah, there, there is January 4th. They're as bad as we are. They're <laughs> like, as bad as we are. How dare they? They have like a why, circulation of thousands of people and they come out with a January detox on January 4th? Yeah. when that's the so de- crazy. When the detox came out, I texted Brian immediately and was like, the detoxes are out. And he wrote back, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Because he was like <laughs> embarrassed for them. That yeah. Like Bon Appetit <laughs> came out with their like healthy-ish detox. You get like, you get it like middle of December at the latest to like Oh prepare. my God. I feel like the Bon Appetit when I got like in November. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they're a monthly magazine, so they're you on a weird it, time right? schedule. Yeah. But yeah, how dare, like you are always supposed to start a detox on January 2nd. I'd say. Right? I say too, because a lot of people say that you want to start it on the first. No. Fuck that. The New Year's Mimosas. Day is my favorite yeah. holiday yeah. because it's all about brunch, being drunk in the daytime, fucking doing whatever you want, wearing pajamas all day, watching a parade. It is truly the greatest holiday. It is. And Christmas it's the greatest parade. The Rose Parade yeah. is the only parade I like to watch. It it's is the so only... janky. It's this so year, sweet. This year they had Will Ferrell and uh, Molly Shannon in character yeah. hosting. Yeah. It was great. Look, I love that parade. Anyway, so I was all ready to start a detox slash diet on the second, and I had no goop diet to do. So I had to choose another diet, which I did. And it is a secret, but I'm going to no, share wait. it. No, wait. Oh, yeah. You're sharing it. Yeah, good. But it is a secret. Okay. It's. I know the secret. <laughs> I know. Brian already knows it. It's. I'm not doing keto anymore. Although I did really like keto and I lost a lot of weight on it. This one is an Instagram diet called Fit Girls Guide. And I've done it a little bit before. Um, Basically, it's a mysterious Instagram account that has like thousands of followers. Um, And they release these cookbooks uh, with meal plans and exercises. And you kind of follow along and you make your own healthy versions of everyday food so it's like pizzas and sandwiches quesadillas and um like breakfast like french toast or like i make like a breakfast burrito whatever but it's all with like whole grains and portion control so you kind of learn how to 
assemble like a healthy meal with like a foundation of like lean protein, whole grains, vegetables, and like a little bit of like, you know, fat. And I'm loving it. That's great. And you have to have an Instagram account for it. And you, you, is that for like outside accountability? So you have to, you're, you have to post, you're supposed to post like every meal. Is that? You're not, it's like, I, okay. In Fit Girls Guide is like one of the greatest mysteries of all time. I do hope somebody has a Fit Girls Guide podcast just to find out who the hell is behind it because I don't know. It's weird that the creator is anonymous, like, and it's not related to any celebrity or anything. Nope. Cause you especially think Instagram is like a very, uh, visual medium. You'd think yeah. that they would have like a spokesperson or. And they do not. Um, but I mean, they have the, you can see pictures of their dog. There's like a girl's dog, but yeah. I don't know who the hell. But your theory is that it's like this old white man. Yeah. So that is my theory. So I, um, looked into it. I tried to find out like who I dug as deep as I possibly could and all I could ever find was like when they registered the trademark and like the name of the lawyer in Chicago, but I couldn't find any more information. And I feel like this has to be like some old like dietitian, like a white guy who lives in Schaumburg, who's just like, these are like normal, healthy, like it's all like very old fashioned, like low fat portion control, whatever. But he realized that this like Instagram thing was a good idea. So he like teamed up with some marketing person, hired a couple of young like female copywriters and started a brand. I can't. That's what I think happened because that, there's no other reason for it to be so anonymous. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense that it's someone who would not be what their target audience would want to be like the face of who's not what they yeah. pretend to be because but and it's how does fine. he making money just from the cookbooks or oh yeah i mean yeah. like the cookbooks are um and probably uh advertising on instagram like you have so many followers and you make money i mean way. yeah like the instagram account there are like five instagram accounts associated with it it's like fit girls guide fit girls.com fit girls whatever but they're all like official fit girls yeah. instagrams and then those cookbooks are like I mean, they're really, they're kind of expensive. They're like $30 each. Wow. And, and they don't have, um, there's not, like the recipes aren't online. You have to buy the book. Yeah, you have to buy the book to get the recipes. There you go. And you, um, and I mean, everybody who follows it, you know, basically has bought at least one of the books. Yeah. And they're, God knows how much, uh, how many followers they have, but like tons. I mean, if it's working, uh, I am not doing it. The only thing I'm doing, I'm not drinking at all in January, which mm -hmm. I think for me is enough of a detox. Oh my God. Yeah. I am still, I'll say this. I'm drinking. Are you not supposed to drink on Fit Girls Guide? Or, not really. Yeah. I mean, there's again, no hard and fast rules, yeah. but they're like, it's all kind of guidelines and okay. just about like, I think it's like about developing healthy eating habits more than like being on a diet. It's just like kind of like helping you to do that. Yeah. But they recommend you eat, you drink like one or two glasses of wine a week if you want to. And if you're like, if you don't drink, you're allowed to have like one or two like um, fun like Starbucks drinks or something. Okay. But I have more than one or two. Sure. I have more than one or two a night. Um, I mean, I think it's all incremental progress. Do what you can. I'm also saying I'm not having like dessert or like 
refined sugar, but I've cheated already on that. I've heard about this. Oh yeah. I was at, well, Aggie was at Disney. We were at Disneyland. Aggie left early. This was a couple days ago. I and my other, and I was there with other friends and we decided to get ice cream and it's just, you know, a normal thing you do at Disneyland. We all ordered like crazy Sundays. I ordered a butterscotch hot fudge sundae. That sounds so good. And I ate like the whole thing. And then as like I was having my last bite, I remembered, oh shit, I'm not supposed to be having like sugar this month. (laughs) And then I think I went into like a diabetic coma. Well, so do you think it was psychological? I'm sure part of it was. Because it seems like you ate it and you were like fine. And then you were like, oh shit, I'm not supposed to do this. And then you were like, I felt sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure part of it was psychological. I do think part of it was because I like, especially this last month or two December November I mean yes it's normal you end up sort of having like dessert or at least I did like almost after every meal yeah like no matter what you'd be like oh I have a cookie I have this and so it was it was bad yeah uh, so I just thought and same with drinking like you're you're either hanging out or or celebrating especially like the week of Christmas you're just sort of drinking all day mm-hmm. um and so I just wanted to give my body a break but yeah at Disneyland I I just totally like blanked out that I was not supposed to be having this. Um, I do think I would have felt sort of shitty, but I think it was, yeah, it was partially psychological. It was gross. But I mean, if you're at Disneyland, it's like, have some fun. It's fine. I mean, I also had a corn dog that day earlier and that I'm not saying like, you know, no carb, like it, whatever. So that felt fine for my body to have a corn dog. So it's all, yeah, it's just like little, little incremental things that I'm, putting on myself I mean I for sure would have had ice cream if I had stayed yeah yeah but I was proud of myself for bringing those cookies I brought oh yeah I I made my own cookies that I got from this fit girl guide thing they're like peanut butter protein cookies they were good put sprinkles on them and it was so fun and then you get to be like hey everybody I have a treat and it's like a fun thing to do it's like and also Disneyland is the most expensive place in the world and you could just like you can just bring your own food it's healthier and yeah it's and the food at disneyland there's a couple things like i their corn dogs are impeccable yeah the most greatest <laughs> like the greatest thing in the world and you know a churro a dole whip there's certain things at disneyland that are really good but for the most part like the food there's not great it's, it's just, just kind of yeah it's fun because you feel like you have an excuse that you can like go crazy yes. and whatever you want um oh my but, god and the stuff at that fucking what is that restaurant that we went to last time? Carthay Circle. That their um, what do they have? Their queso is so good. They do. It's a. Uh, it's like the one sort of fancy cocktail bar in Disneyland. It's the fanciest restaurant in the world. It's the fanciest <laughs> restaurant in the world. Uh, and it's so fancy they have they serve queso. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like fancy queso. It's like yeah, it's like in a skillet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like caramelized. It is. Uh, and they have like yeah, it comes with like it has like green chilies in it, and then it comes with you know tortilla chips. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you yeah, you have a margarita or a martini. Or remember what I had that. Drink. Oh, gross. It you, was so good. It was because that was when we went over like Halloween. Halloween time. So it was like the poison apple. Poison apple teeny. It was so disgusting. And, but I know their secret that they've had that poison apple teeny because I, I had their seen secret, it. secret, apple liqueur, like green apple liqueur. No, I just mean like, well, it's not really a secret, but yeah. they were like our drink of the day. But yeah. like oh, <laughs> they yeah. aren't counting on people going to that bar all the time because I'd seen it there multiple times. Oh, sure. Um, um, yeah. Oh, that I had a sip of it. It was very gross. It was basically like drinking like if you could make sugar sweeter yeah. that's what they did and it then was like put, a jolly like, rancher 
And then they put like a neon, like a, a light up apple thing, like yeah, a like flashing a apple. Plastic fake ice cube or something? It, no, I still have it. It's like oh, a toy. I mean, it's, it's very the exciting. fanciest restaurant in the world. That's yeah. what we've previously discussed. <laughs> I mean, if your drink comes with a toy in it yeah. that you can keep, that's cool. Uh, all right. This isn't a Disney podcast. There's no. enough of those. This is a Goop podcast. Yeah. Um, but it, we do talk about food. Yes. The good, the bad, the ugly. Let's cover. Oh, one other thing. We know Goop has come out with issue two magazine. Yeah. We have not gotten them yet. We're going to probably have a special podcast this week sometime. Magazine special. Magazine special to go out. So we're not talking about that today, but stay tuned. We will talk about that this week. Yeah, we have to save up our money to buy one magazine. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about those newsletters. Okay. So... What was your best of the previous few weeks? Okay. Well, of course, my best, as I said, was the detoxes. I like we basically have already talked about the detoxes, but we're not doing them. I'm not doing it. But I was waiting. I mean, like this is my Christmas. I was like, when is my detox going to come for me? I can't wait. I was like checking it basically all December. I kept like searching my trash, searching my spam. Let's like, reiterate. These did not come out until January 4th. No, but I, and I was like looking for it basically from like December 1st. Yeah. I was like try, waiting, hoping it would come out. So I really was excited for it. And um, even though once I opened up my <laughs> detox and realized that I was unimpressed and didn't want to do it at all. Um, I was happy just to get it because they they actually put together a really nice newsletter about the detoxes. There are multiple detoxes. There is yet another Working Girl Detox. That is my best. The Working Girl Detox. Is it? The Working Girl Detox. See, what I liked about the annual Goop Detox, the main detox, is that it has recipes for all these different sauces, like goop mother sauces, (laughs) um, that you can make and keep in your fridge and use them to like spice up all kinds of dishes. And that is sort of, when I daydream about the type of person I want to be, it's not that I'm like meal prepping and putting things in containers and like I have this shit. It's that like I just always have like some fun sauces in the fridge and like I throw stuff together and I put one of my five sauces on my stuff. If you have a few sauces in the fridge, you can make literal shit taste good. I know. Like the most boring lean protein. And it's true. And yeah, this, the main, the thing that I didn't love about this main detox, and again, neither of us have done them. And we won't do them. <laughs> but it seemed like, it seemed like so much prep, and I agree that too much. That all all those sauces are great to have, but for one or two, like I think it's supposed to just be a week. Yeah, it it was even more than usual with Goop. Like it was so much prep, so many different ingredients. There were a couple recipes where you you know uh, reuse the sauce or reuse a protein, but for the most part, it was like cooking like two times because you. I think you prepare. You're supposed to prepare breakfast and lunch at the same time. Uh, well, most people have jobs, so they have to yeah. do that. But like, if you're still like cooking two times a day, yeah. Which, and I love to cook, but like, that's crazy. I mean, I I have to be able to like have stuff in the fridge that like I can just microwave and eat. I cannot deal with cooking, especially at night. Time. Like last last night, I was out. I was working till like six thirty, so I didn't get home till seven. I am still trying to do the thing of not eating between eight p.m. and ten a.m. Oh, yeah. So. I was literally forced 
to go to Del Taco on my way home. You were forced. Because I wouldn't have been able to prepare food in time for my 8 o'clock uh, uh, turn into a pumpkin time. Yes. And... I, it's much better to just like go to Del Taco than to eat past eight o'clock. Absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, those are your, those are your yeah. boundaries. I, um, yeah, also I work until seven every night. And so I can't, I base I cannot cook dinner. I have to have stuff that like is really quick to eat for dinner. Cause otherwise yeah. I'll do, I'll just go insane. Um, but, and also this detox was like, 80% sweet potato pancake, which I do much. not want yeah. a sweet potato pancake. And and they had zoodles in one. And I Yeah, they had, okay, oh my God, they have zoodles. They have overnight oats. And I'm thinking, excuse me, am I reading a Fit Girls Guidebook from yeah. four years ago? Because these are not like innovative. These are past their prime, these trends. Way past their prime. Zoodles and, and overnight oats. I mean, that's that's rough. That's I mean, Pinterest Red state territory. It is red ass state shit. I mean, a zoodle for fuck's sake. Mm. And don't get me wrong. Like I, to this day, have not gotten my ass together to make a zoodle. I have my um, spiralizer. I've had a spiralizer for two years that's been in the box. Mine is just sitting in the thing. I haven't even opened it. Never. I have before um, Before I got my spiralizer. One time I like shred, sliced them really thin like medallion, like yeah. mandolin style. What's it called? The mandolin. mandolin? Yeah. But with a peeler. And I put them in with some other pasta. And it was actually pretty good. But They're not bad, but... Yeah. I don't know. I want... Yeah, goop needs to be aspirational. Oh, come on. And then even... And I, Jesus, I don't remember what was in there. But it's like, if another motherfucker tells me to go buy a bag of chia seeds or flax seeds, I'm going to go crazy. Because I don't understand the point of chia seeds and flax seeds. I'm just going to come out and say it. It's just a huge scoop of calories that you can add that will not fill you up that add nothing other than calories. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be like omega threes or whatever. Uh, flax seeds, I don't mind. I chi- yeah, chia seeds they they add a weird texture. And yeah, I'm not into the chia yeah, seed texture. But especially if you're trying to lose weight, like what if you don't add extra fat and calories? Yeah, to what if at you just end? don't do it? Yeah. I just I can't deal with that. Um, it's so it's not for me. So yeah, the main detox I didn't love, but the working girl detox, and yeah. you know, everyone knows I was I had been mocking the working girl detox from last year for ages. Well, you were using it as a tool to <laughs> to beat me with. Yeah. It was a club that used to beat me. Um, but this I thought was such a good idea uh, for someone who actually has a job, and it, you you only do it for a week, so you don't get super tired of it. But it's basically you're having the same thing every day for breakfast for lunch and for dinner yeah um with little alteration so i thought it actually seemed like a thing you could do if you're just trying to detox you don't want to think about it too much um so for breakfast and well now i'm just contradicting myself but you have chia pudding yeah (laughs) which whatever you're doing it for a week three ways so they have different like I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, like lo- different like things you add into it. Add to it the chia pudding. So it's like oatmeal. You could do it with overnight oats or oatmeal or whatever if you don't like chia pudding. Uh, lunch was a collard wrap three ways. So it's like a sort of like a sushi burrito or like a summer wrap. I don't know, with collard greens. But they had... Um, oh, I should have my notes out here. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, had like a Mexican one, um, a curry one... And uh, something else. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Sorry. So, a Greek, the collard wrap, totally wrong. <laughs> mm. Number one was the Greek one. So, you, it's like uh, hummus and olives 
rotisserie chicken, um, which I think I like. And the rot- last one didn't call for rotisserie chicken. This one does call for rotisserie chicken. Yeah, but the old doing one because us. They're, they've got to be. <laughs> they have to be. Um, yeah, the the last one did not call for rotisserie chicken, even no. though I thought it did. This one definitely calls for rotisserie chicken. This one calls for it, and I haven't even done it. So um, the other collar wrap is a club one with like uh, turkey bacon and more rotisserie chicken, avocado, and then the satay one, uh, which you make your own uh, like satay sauce, which might come back later in this <gasps> podcast. Um, and then for dinner, you're having cauliflower bowls so cauliflower rice and again like this is not a lifestyle choice to eat for the rest of your life you'd kill yourself if you had to eat cauliflower rice every day for dinner but for a week for detox i think erring on the side of having the same thing every day and simplicity is makes it much more doable than making six mother sauces and buying 10,000 ingredients. Oh, I totally think that. And I feel like when I'm doing any type of like weird diet or detox, like I kind of am doing this anyway. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't have like the time or the money or the energy to like make a whole new fancy like dinner yeah. every day. Cause it's not and, supposed like, to be fun. You're dieting, you're detoxing. Well, it's just like, how is life? Like, how do you live your life? Like, I don't live my life like that. Like every day I have like a new fun thing. Like I just, you make stuff and then you like eat the leftovers until you don't have it anymore. And then yeah. you make new, more stuff. Like, isn't that how, I mean, that's how I, kinda, that's how, yeah. I mean, some people I'm like a, I'm weirdly, opposed to throwing away leftovers so i'll just eat the same shit until it like goes bad basically but whatever yeah it's you know you heat something up and you try to make stuff that 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 sits well that like uh that stores well for a few days um but i just thought that this working girls detox was i'm like i said i'm not doing it but (laughs) it seems realistic and it seems doable for a week um and it's not going to be the best food you'll ever have but it had enough variety to like not want to kill yourself basically yeah um, and you get to use that rotisserie chicken. And you finally get to use your rotisserie chicken and you can <laughs> see Brian's smug little face every time you put it in your mouth. Uh, uh, well, what was your worst? Oh, my worst was, oh, I had a tie. Mm. Um, and one of them I didn't even really read. I just was like, oh God, the second I saw it. And then the other one I did read and was like not into. Well, number one was... This came out a long time ago now, but it was the CBD cocktails. Okay, everybody, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to hear another fucking thing about weed recipes. I don't want to see it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to have a CBD cocktail. I don't want to have any type of like oil. I certainly, this one goes out to Bon Appetit, don't want any kind of CBD salad dressing. Or whatever the hell they had, that dinner party. Oh, yeah. I just want to keep my food separate from weed because I don't like weed, first Even of just all. plain CBD oil without I've never the had THC? Just, I've never had it, but I don't... I don't feel like the urge to yeah. have it. And, I, and it really grosses me out that it's, like, fancy now. It's so expensive. $60. I, I do take it. Um, cause it helps me sleep, but, uh, it's $60 for like maybe a month's supply. Whereas, and this is the problem with our healthcare system. I can get like Ambien from my doctor for like a $5 copay for a month. And then, so I don't know. 
It was just like I agree though. Don't put it in your food. It's not part. Of, it's not because it, it doesn't add taste or like it, it's literally just clickbait. These people doing oh my god c- CBD cocktails and CBD recipes. No one is gonna do this. Will never take off. It's medicine. It's not food. It's different. Well, excuse me. That goes against what it oh, stands for. Shit. Let medicine be thy food. <laughs> right. So let CBD oil be thy cocktail. It's disgusting. I'm not into this. It's not for me. Okay. And also, I just saw that those cocktails were made by the chef at Gracias Madre, which I'm like not really into Gracias Madre. Oh, I love Gracias Madre. I like the. It's owned by the same people as the. Perfect, right? It's a. It's a. If people aren't in LA, it's um. It's like a upscale vegan Mexican restaurant. Uh, that's a little bit of a celebrity hangout. I've only been there once. I I guess I shouldn't say I love it. Oh, I only went there once too, and I like didn't really like it. But I love Cafe Gratitude, their other restaurant. Yeah, Cafe Gratitude is less expensive. Okay, Brian. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's ba- it's like more accessible for Thank you. the common for the woman. common woman. <laughs> um, okay, so that was number one, and then number two was something that I've also talked about before: the IV bar guide. I think that, especially because there, okay, there was an article. I think this is in the last one last week that was just about like how great it is to get an IV for your hangover and it had to start with this like disclaimer that was like the main uh iv bag manufacturer was located in puerto rico and has been damaged and oh, yeah. there's a shortage and of course iv bags are it's more important for people with that need, uh, that need them for chemotherapy and so there's a shortage so please bear that in mind anyway and then it goes like down this like long list of these like hundred dollar like boutiques that you can go to to get your CBD or not your C- your fucking IV for when you're so hungover yeah. or because you want some bullshit like weight loss thing injected in you or whatever and it is so disgusting and the whole idea of it grossed me out so much and that they needed to start it with that disclaimer made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, don't run it there because it it's true. Like there were I, I was reading something about people that were having to get chemo or some treatment and like their hospital had a shortage of IV bags because yes and at that point what you're doing is immoral even if you don't have anything to do with it like you don't control where the bags go you don't control you can't take the bags from the expensive Beverly Hills hungover beauty hospital and take it to like downtown where somebody needs it but like they have a shortage yeah but you can say, I'm not going to participate yeah. in this. You can make that choice. You can say, I'm not going to get so fucking hungover that I need to go and spend $100 to have like some poor nurse like inject I, me with don't, a bag. Like, a hangover, even if you're really hungover, it lasts like, I don't know, five, six hours. You're, you have a few Advil, drink some water. Like, is yeah. it, what, what like crazy like debauchery are people doing? That they feel so shitty that they... The worst hangover I've ever had. I mean, I've been able to just like throw up and yeah. like, you know, drink a Coke, a non-diet Coke. Oh my God, that is so good. Oh yeah, anything hangover. with sugar, like a Gatorade. And um, uh, and just like... A bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Wait until it passes. Oh God, that sounds so good. Oh my God. And then <laughs> also, then start drinking again. Yes. Hair of the dog, y'all. Hair of the dog. Uh, that being said, I do want to try one of these IV bars. Oh my God, Ryan, no. I mean, not, I won't, because I will, I will feel like a complete piece of shit, and like, I don't really have $100 to just spend on a fucking IV, yeah. but uh, 
it does sound interesting to me just the fact that you could feel so shitty and then go somewhere and then instantly feel better. I mean, it's always crazy like when you go to like have any type of procedure, like an actual medical procedure yeah. and it's like so scary and you're like so prepared to like have it basically be torture and you go through it and you're like it was fine. Like medicine is so incredible. Yeah. Like it's you leave often feeling better. Even though the experience is horrible. <laughs> Modern medicine. I love medicine. Uh, I mean, I hate thinking about it, but I love that it exists. Yeah. It saves our lives. And also, I don't know that it's like, I just made up that it was $100. It could be No, I anywhere. think it was. I, that was just what I guessed. Yeah, it seems like it is $100. I mean, it And it's even more, more. The, they have the one also where they come to your house if you don't, if you're such a lazy piece of shit if, that you can't even Well, leave. you're so hungover. Yeah. I, yeah, that one was called, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was something funny. But that was like, it used to be just like shady people would like have to have like their friends do it. Yeah. And now you, they're. I mean, hey, if you're like a RN or a doctor and you need extra money, that seems like a good way to part rich people from their money. Yes. Um, my worst, unfortunately, for Gwyneth and Brad was the video with Brad Falchuk. Oh, wait, wait. I didn't see it. It was called, How Goopy is Brad Falchuk? And That's it, cute. It, okay. It, it was sort of embarrassing for everyone. Uh, it's. You know, one of these goop videos, black and white, and someone is interviewing Brad about his relationship with Gwyneth. It's only like a 90 second video, but they talk about, they ask him uh, how goopy he is, and he's just like, uh, and then they're like, what do you guys like to do together? And he's like, it's just so boring. He's like, oh, we go out to eat. Gwyneth loves to eat. And then they said that that morning they got, they do this infrared thing every morning where they sit in like a sauna naked for a half hour and get like infrared treatments. Wow. Which sounded crazy. And then at the very end, and this was like so staged, Gwyneth comes out from behind the camera and like fixes Brad's collar because I guess his collar was like askew. Was it like like, intentionally really? Yeah. Like, well, I didn't even, I mean, I'm. I'm no one to talk because I'm sure my collar, like, I just look like a complete. Say something crazy. nice about yourself. No, I look like a put together grown man. Nice. Thank you. Um, but uh, I didn't even notice. But then Gwyneth, like, t- comes out and then he's like, oh, God, was it like that the whole time? And she's like, the whole time. Oh, uh, God. And then she, like, tweaks his collar and then goes back out. And that was, like, the cute thing. And just, like, I don't blame anyone for this. You I don't blame don't. Gwyneth. I don't blame Brad. And I, I'm glad that he's part of it because I feel like Chris was never like the only thing that Chris ever had to do with Goop was when they got consciously uncoupled. Right. I feel like so I'm, I think you should be uh, interested in your spouse's work life, but I am also not here for Brad being like a regular part of Goop. Well, I feel like Goop. I feel like oh. Gwyneth needs to be more like Oprah, like where she's incorporating parts of her real life into her brand, into Mm -hmm. her lifestyle brand. Like with Oprah, like we know Oprah's crew, like we know her clique and it's like Gail and Gail is a star. But Stedman is still a mystery. Like he He, is able for some reason to like stay pretty private. Yeah. But it's like, we, we understand like what her life is like with Stedman because like, we go into her home. <laughs> I really like Oprah. I mean, you know, if you follow her on Instagram, it's like you get a vibe of what's yeah, going yeah. on over there. But um, you do that with Gwyneth too. Like she takes pictures of her life. 
Like, I guess I just she's don't in pay Spain, it. She's with her kids. It doesn't feel the same. It, it seems, feels yeah. like Oprah will show herself with like no makeup and be like, hi, like I'm wearing my slippers and like I just got these like, I just like pulled these like carrots out of my own garden or whatever. I don't or know when if she, she picked all that fennel and thought it was dill and Jamie Oliver had to mansplain to her what the difference between fennel and dill was on Instagram. Wait, what? Did you not hear about this? No. Oprah like had this big basket of fennel and she put it on Instagram and the caption was like, I love Dill! <laughs> and people were like, uh, I don't think that's what it is. And then Jamie Oliver was like, actually, Oprah, that's fennel, not Dill. Here are five fennel recipes. And, and Jamie would, yeah. Oliver. Let it, leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. So she thought a fennel bulb was Dill. The tops look the same. I know the tops look the same. The Poor bulb Oprah. now. No, I mean, she doesn't actually cook anything, so... I don't think she actually cooks anything there, but I don't think she even... Oh, I think she might cook stuff. You think Oprah physically cooks stuff? Yeah. I have seen Oprah cleaning her own dog's shit when her... Or pee when her dog peed on the rug. In real life or just... On Instagram. Gail Gail took a video of it and she was like, look, she still does it. And then like Oprah's like... They don't want to do this, like referring to like her cleaning people. Like nobody wants to do this. Mm-hmm. You have to clean up your own. I believe it. I totally believe it about Oprah. Okay. I believe anything Oprah tells me. Cool. I'm not saying I think she should be president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I like her. Um. So, yeah. Well, we'll see if Brad comes back. We'll see if this marriage even happens. I think it will. It could be a Luann and D'Agostino oh, guy. Luann and Tom. Yeah. Uh. See, not that I wish... Gwen, any ill to come of Gwyneth, but it would sort of be interesting to see her at a very low emotional point to see what happens to Coop. I'm not saying I want that. Of course, I want everyone to be happy, but it would be interesting. Well, I mean, I feel like we've seen her like she's gone through rough times. She was like she came out about the Weinstein thing. She had her divorce with what's his name, Chris. But she doesn't like put it in her brand like that is. Her interview about Weinstein was amazing and like all these women that came forward, it's it's awesome. Uh, she doesn't, inc- I mean, I don't know how you would really incorporate that in Goop except for like like five ways to, to get a disgusting sweaty pig off of you. <laughs> like, oh my God. No, well, that wouldn't be, I just mean like if she's like at an emotional low, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. probably wasn't at, she's not at an emotional low when she's like, no, this tra- happened I mean, to me, the trauma had already yeah, happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's traumatic to go back and talk about it again, but like she probably hadn't had to deal with Harvey for a while now. No, I think, I mean, she's in charge of her own career. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, see, look at that video, click on it. It's only 90 seconds. It's worth watching, but it is very awkward. And the stage collar a tweak is it's just you never feel like it's real I don't know is it black and white yeah yeah oh like the cover of the magazine yeah like all the pictures is it like from that same oh it might be it's they probably all did it in one day yeah yeah I mean Brad has a lot of has a lot of Versace to write I don't know if he's writing on that I'm sure it's already been written (laughs) no they're doing it it right now wait how does TV work (laughs) (laughs) they're doing it now uh Cool. What was your craziest? My craziest. Oh, I had a craziest and a saddest. Mm. Let me see. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't have it in front of me, but my craziest was, of course, the blood facial. Yeah. There's this 
and it wasn't really about the blood facial, but there was a um, this facial woman creepy blonde lady from switzerland uh, she's the skin whisperer which is not a good name (laughs) that literally sounds like a serial killer's name the skin whisperer whisperer. and she sells like face creams that cost like 250 dollars or 300 dollars and i kind of want all of them because if she's really so great and she realized that by like the best thing you can do for your skin is like give yourself a facial where it's like your own blood on your face I don't know how you get it or where you're They only do it from. at her clinic, apparently. You obviously can't do it at home. I, I wish they could do it with, like, your period. <sighs> I'm sorry, Brian. But, I mean, I've got, like, that's just the best way because it's, like, that blood is coming yourself. out. Sure. And it's probably better I bet than, you could do it, yeah. I wonder if that's a thing. You just add period blood to some Jergens. Yeah, just maybe I'll just do it at home. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm the skin whisperer. I'm the skin whisperer too. Oh my god, where is that facial? Because you know that somebody's thought of it. I'm sure people do it. I'm sure on Instagram there's like a whole subset of people that do it. I'll look into it. Yeah. So anyway, she's. I, I honestly, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I was reading that over breakfast and it was like making me feel sick and I couldn't finish reading it but I just know that this disgusting thing exists yeah I believe so you go into the clinic and they I mean I guess it's just they extract some blood from you and mix it in with their face cream like how it's, it's not more high tech than that is it blood it's your blood mixed with some sort of face cream yeah I should hope it's your own blood it has to be yeah oof. um no she looks like a vampire she is a vampire she is very scary I I'm I'm positive her ancestors were nazis uh were yeah i mean you have to be look i'm gonna let's just say i wouldn't want to touch her lampshades skin whisperer skin whisperer um (laughs) like let's just say our ancestors are Uh, living in her living room (laughs) our ancestors are yeah (laughs) oh my god Anybody, like, I mean, like, look, if you're from Germany and your family's been there forever and you're, like, Christian and white and have blonde hair, I mean, like, that's, they were I mean, Nazis, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... You weren't resisting that hard. I mean, I right? Mean, that's I, hope, what... I mean, I'm sure people will say that about us, like, that are living in Trump's America, too. So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Eh. What are you going to do? I don't know. Um... Oh, so, wait, and you had another That was my too? craziest. Yeah. And then my saddest was, oh, my God. The, the diet for happiness. There's this like Ayurvedic diet. I don't even remember which one this was in, but it was like eating for your mood or something. And it was, so I guess like the Ayurvedic people think that like there are three different types of like diet. So one that will make you have like energy, one that'll make you. There's like, yeah, warming, a cooling. Different. And one and like one that will like is for your mood that like will make you happy, and you know it was basically just like lentils and stuff. Like it wasn't like anything. It wasn't like super interesting, but yeah, it was um, like if you eat like like turmeric, ginger, you know, boiled milk with spices Ugh. in it, and um, whatever like doll like those are the things that are recommended for happiness i don't really know how that's different from like any other shit that they recommend but it just made me sad that this whole article was about 
like is there a diet that will cure my depression (laughs) and like at that point it's like you need to stop being on diets that is what's causing your depression i'll tell you right now i've tried ayurvedic recipes and like there's that um that lentil and grain stew called kitchery i think which is like i've made it a couple times a couple different recipes it always tastes like shit it's so bad and boring i so i i mean i think the ayurvedic philosophy probably has some good stuff i do take ashwagandha every yeah. day but like for recipes no thanks no thank that's you. not gonna make, i know that's not gonna make me happy if i have to eat that shit every day i will become more depressed it's it will depress you and they were like are there any like whatever herbal supplements to make you happy and he was like oh well adderall i mean geez well that's for speed that's oh, yeah. for add oh yeah um, but he was like, you know, there, there are things like St. John's wort that mm. have been around forever. And like a lot of people say St. John's wort and he's like, but those take too long. So I recommend, and then it was just like some fucking like holy basil or whatever oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Just like other pl- plants. And it's like, ladies go on Prozac. You can afford it. Just do it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really see the, the, uh, prob- problem with going on. Um, SSRI medicine. I'm pro. I'm so pro. Oh yeah. This guy's name was Dr. David Frawley. He was the one that they interviewed about and he was like the expert on the Ayurvedic happiness diet. Hmm. And he had a book about diet and your mood. It was made me sad. Yeah. Um, I, well, I just want to quickly talk about the coffee enema, even though it's not my craziest because that's what the whole like if if you're a new listener this week who have never who's never listened to our podcast, I'm sure you're, this is why you're listening. It's the elephant in the it's room. It's the elephant in the room. It's like the, the fucking yoni egg. Uh, it's the new yoni the new, egg. It, so it's basically, but it just goes in a different. I mean, hole. it's self-explanatory. You put coffee up your butt. Yeah. Um. But this was so nakedly a ploy by the group, the Goop PR people, to try to get buzz about it. We're not it. interested in the coffee enema. because. It's the same fucking people online who are decrying this. We know who you are, Dr. Jennifer Gunter. Jen Gunter. I don't even need to talk about you anymore. Um, But you're in a tizzy because of this coffee enema. And then you go on Goop and you can hardly even find it. It's like one, there's like a, a big thing on, you know, different things to buy for your detox that you can buy on Goop. And it's like two thirds down the page. It's like one of 50 contraptions. And it's just linking you to a page about colonics and it just looks like like fine we get it but i guess i'm just we're just not taking the bait i yeah because <laughs> it's not that interesting it's not that crazy and this is i guess how goop gets people to keep talking about it but like i'm sorry i want if we're gonna talk about coffee enemas being crazy i want like a fucking video of gwyneth doing it or i want like a interview with a coffee enema person or like i want you know 10 ways to do a coffee enema at home. I don't want to just click on a product and not they have, have to read about. one thing. I mean, yeah. I didn't even see it. I just heard the stupid buzz. And also like, hi, uh, goop watchers, but I've got bad news for you. The coffee enema has been around. And if you're just now finding out about it, that's on you because there was, do you remember my strange addiction? Oh, I never watched it, but I do remember. I don't, show. I guess yeah. it's not on anymore, but one of them was this couple and they were addicted to coffee enemas and they would do coffee enemas like three times a day with each other, but they never drank coffee. They would just do coffee enemas. They loved it. Does it give you a buzz too? I think so. Yeah. Well, also like just drink a lot of coffee and like it'll happen. 
Oh, yeah. Like, it, you don't need... It'll like, be, you can put it in your mouth and, like, it'll still get there. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird when people tell you to, like, drink coffee for, like, the laxative properties of it. I mean, it helps. Yeah, I know. But, like, that was a big part of, like, the four-hour body. Like, oh. on your day when you were supposed to, like, binge. You had, like, a binge day on that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a really unhealthy diet. But... Um, <laughs> it worked for me. I know. He would be, like, and drink a lot of coffee. Basically, it was, like, bulimia. He would be, like, then take a bunch of laxatives. Yeah. That was the idea of that. Well, the only way you would not feel completely sick on your binge days is if you're constantly drinking coffee, too. I mean... I'm sure, like, in one draft, he also probably recommended, like, smoking cigarettes during your binge day. And you then think? Yeah, and then they were probably like, mm, let's not have that. Because talk about a laxo effect. If you have a cup of coffee and smoke a cigarette, Oh, you're yeah, good. that's done. That's it. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I imagine, like, what's his face? I keep wanting to say Tommy Wiseau, but Tom, Tim Ferriss, <laughs> the four-hour body person, like, he is definitely like a results oriented person and would not be opposed to like smoke if you're, if it's helping you lose weight. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, anyway, coffee enema, go to another good podcast. If you want to hear more about it. Yeah. If you want to get pissed about coffee enemas, you're in the wrong place because we don't care. Sorry. I just want to say one more thing. Jennifer Gunter is, I mean, I follow her on Twitter. Yes. I love following her. I, she's, 10 times worse than Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. She's 10 times the star fucker, the wanting to get publicity yeah. by, by like alternative health shit. She's, she's garbage. I like her. Uh, no, I know I'm being, I'm being, uh, hyperbolic. I do. One thing that happened over her Christmas break, which I thought was very funny was her family made her sit down and watch the movie. Hallow shall, which is hallow the- shall. Wait, did I say hello, Shao? Hello, uh, uh, <laughs> ooh, shallow, how? Yeah. Where Gwyneth Galtro has to wear <laughs> a fat suit. Um, I just love that her family has a sense of humor and she does not. I know. It's like, just watch the stupid fucking movie, yeah. dude. I'm sure it's a great movie. I've Cause it's like, it. how can you really hate Gwyneth Paltrow if you're like, this movie is making me angry? Oh it's my like, God. she also. Like, what? no, it was just like, no one's telling her to do a coffee enema. Like, it's not, no one's died from a coffee enema. Like, chill that out. If you want to do it, do it. Yeah, uh, who cares? And ugh. it's like, people have been doing coffee enemas for years. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow certainly didn't invent it. I'm ugh. sure she's never even done it. She's, she doesn't she didn't even, even know, know that it was on. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So my craziest, oh, I don't, I don't really, it's not so much a craziest as a thing that is going to make me crazy. Okay. Is the article... Now, now I'm conscious of of mixing up my consonants. Oh my! Well, you should be. <laughs> I probably had a stroke a few minutes ago. I've never heard anything like that. It Do just you think came I had out a stroke, <laughs> or maybe I just have like early onset Alzheimer's? Uh, anyway, know. one of those two. <laughs> one of the two, definitely. Uh, this article is called "Are There Flame Retardants in Your Furniture?" Oh, I know. I couldn't even open it. Oh my god! And I know. Okay, so here's the story of my couch. Please, we've we, been waiting for yeah, this. I know. <laughs> We live, we moved to Los Angeles and we had a very shitty couch. Um, and our neighbor, who now we don't really get along with, this is a whole different story. Anyway, she was nice <laughs> enough when we moved in. We were getting along with her. She, I guess, had an old couch um, and she gave it to us. And we're like, great, because we, oh, we didn't even move with the couch. That's the thing. We had like these two big, like, lazy boy chairs instead of a couch. So we got rid of the lazy boy chairs. 
we got this old couch, which was like a fine couch, but it's not fancy. And then we got two cats. And the cats tear up the couch. The foam in the couch. They love this fucking couch. Then I read this article. First of all, saying any sofa made between the 1980s and 2005 probably has carcinogenic uh, flame retardant in it. I just never understand the flame retardant thing because like flame retardant is bad? Yeah, well, because they they say it's like really bad for you. It's like chemicals and also it like doesn't actually help with a fire that much. So there's really no reason. Because people put it in because I think they thought, you know, you won't burn to death or whatever if, if... of flame retardant is in your couch and your house goes on fire. Mm-hmm. They say that it doesn't even work that well. They also say um, uh, it, the, the chemicals don't break down in the environment. It has um, hormone disruption, reduced IQ in children, reduced fertility, as Jesus well as cancer. Um, and what? due to health and environmental concern, concerns, this flame retardant called Penta BDB, BDE was phased out in 2005. So... If you have an old couch, which I'm sure this one is. And then I get to the later paragraph saying cats are like hundreds of times more sensitive to flame retardants. And what about dogs? It just says cats. Um, it says cats have 10 to 100 times higher levels of flame retardants than humans oh because God. they lick their fur. Oh, so oh, maybe dogs God. are fine. In fact, a mysterious epidemic of hyperthyroid disease in cats may be linked to exposure to flame retardants in the home. Jesus. So... Now I fucking need a new couch. Because my cats, they literally stay under that couch all day and like fuck with like the foam in it. And like that's all they do is like yeah, play with that, get in that flame couch. retardant. So sorry, Dahlia and Crackers. Your thyroids are fucked. Oh my God. So yeah, that was making me crazy. I don't often like get that worried about a goop article every once in a while, but this one freaked me out a little bit. Because they specifically said cats. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm scared. I mean... BB licks his himself all the time. Yeah. I mean, he's going in there, and he also is always on the couch. Do you and know where, where, and when your couch came from? I got it from a girl from UCB that um, I bought. I bought it from somebody, and it's probably from the eighties through two thousand five. It was probably built in that time. I period. mean, it looks very old. I don't know anything about it. It's Maybe it's pre-80s. Yeah, it does look... Huh. So maybe you're safe. I don't know if it's pre-80s. That's old. That is old. I don't I know. I I could get my couch dated. Yeah. There must be like a little couch dating kit. <laughs> like Goop? Like pale- uh, archaeologists do that all the time with... Carbon date my couch. Carbon, yeah, carbon dating. Just so we... Or, or a test for flame retardants. Or I could just... I'm going to look that up. How do you test if your couch is... I'm afraid I'm going to go home and my cats are going to have like... Be like 300 pounds and like... Have a thyroid condition. Yeah, I know. Oh, poor Dahlia. <laughs> no, she's already... She's just Her metabolism's already slowing down due to age. So this really? is not... Yeah, she's a little... You know. You know cats. They get... They get chubby when they get older. Aww. So I'm sorry, cats. Oh, God. It's so horrible. Being a parent is tough. Yeah, I know. Um... All right. What would you try? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to talk about a couple of things because there are a couple of things. I want to talk about things that I did Just try. FYI, this pod is going long, guys. We well, haven't been we around haven't for a while. Yeah. We knew it was no. going to be long. Yeah. How long is it? It's an hour right now. Uh, well. Yeah, just look, keep listening. This is what we got. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. 
I got a few. Oh, yeah. So I got um, a Christmas gift, which was something that I wanted from Goop. And it was the um, Bomb Yard Beauty Lip and Cheek Tint. Okay. Oh, yeah. That I talked about. Yeah. And it's okay. I've been wearing it a lot. I've been wearing it almost every day. I'll say before, I used to, for like years and years, wear that Benefit lip and cheek tint that was okay. like it brian i'm sure you don't know what i'm talking about but it came in like a thing that looked like a nail polish but oh i know like benefit little... i gave my mom a benefit gift card for her birthday just last week do you know what i'm talking about no okay the it came in like a a thing that looked like a bottle of nail polish okay. and it had like a brush and you would like pull it out and like put it on your cheeks and your lips and it was like super subtle and like really and like i was just like i knew how to apply that one like that just worked for me a lot of people like the the it would make it would go on a little bit too heavy the on your cheeks but i was just like i i just like had it down like how light to apply it and i am not there with this uh baby love bomb mm-hmm. that i got it still it looks a little bit too heavy when i put it on like a little bit like a like a little doll or something you know <laughs> what i mean like you just have like these like red circles yeah. so i'm like working on figuring out how lightly to apply it because i do like it i like the color and it stays and it's it's a little bit dark for me maybe too mm-hmm. but have i seen you with it on i think i had it on when at disneyland oh, okay. and yeah um it's natural looking. Yeah, yeah. it's not like you would but anyway so i like it and I've been using that and I'm always excited to have like any type of Goop Beauty product. And two other things that are recipes. One was um, I made their basic lentil soup because I had leftover lentils last night. And so that's just like a really simple soup that's just like, you know, veggies, lentils, chicken broth, blend it, um, a little garlic. And then they recommend some of – they they – optionally an optional uh, dash of vinegar which i tried last night after i made it and i thought it was really good they were like some of why would that be optional like you need some sort of acid oh what type of vinegar they didn't say so i tried balsamic and it was really good i i also thought maybe just like red wine or something i don't know but i just did balsamic it was great um because they said, like, you can put vinegar. Some of us loved it. Some of us hated it. Some huh. of us were indifferent. So try it. And I tried it last night, and I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, so I made that, and that'll be a good thing to have for the weekend. And then I also, inspired by the um, detox that recommended, among other condiments, pickled red onions, I just made some pickled red onions that, but not their recipe. I didn't look at their recipe. I made a kind that I've made before. Oh yeah. But it still was like inspired by it. So those I'll are just, good to have pickled red onions. They make they're everything easy to better. Make, yeah. They're easy to make and they make they taste so good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My local taco truck down the block from me has a giant tub of them, mm. and they're spicy too. I love them so much. Mm. Um. So my thing, I would try. I actually did try it this morning. I made it was the detox satay sauce. Yeah, with the sun butter. Well, I didn't have sun butter, so I just used all, raw almond butter that uh. I had. I hate sun butter actually. I I bought sun butter last year because we actually did the coop detox, uh-huh. and I decided I really didn't like it. And there's really no point in using it unless you have a peanut allergy, because okay. it's just it's it's like 
made out of sunflower seeds. It's trying to taste like peanut butter, but like um, like a Skippy type peanut butter. Like uh-huh. a like I'm sure it's not as processed as that, but it has sugar in it. It's like I didn't like it. It's gross. Okay. Um. So I just had almond butter, and then you put um fresh ginger and garlic. Which honestly, you could put ginger and garlic in anything, and it'll taste it great. Good, yeah. Uh. And um. I didn't have tamari, so I just used regular soy sauce and rice wine vinegar. Uh, oh, and then I added a little bit of maple syrup. You're not supposed to do that for the detox. It's, mm. But I taste it and it, it needed a little sugar, mm-hmm. I think, to balance it out. And then I made this. It's not from Goop, but um, the Bon Appetit detox this year has um, a recipe for just like roasted broccoli and tofu all mm. in one on one sheet pan. And they actually say to make this miso sauce with it, which I tried last week, which was great. But this, I swear to God, tofu and broccoli, plain extra from tofu, two stalks of broccoli, cut them all up, put them on this, uh, just do a little olive oil, salt, and the secret is coriander, dried coriander. Mm. Put it all in one sheet, bake it at 425 for 35 minutes. It comes out perfectly. The broccoli comes out charred. The tofu comes out with that beautiful brown crust do you have to flip the tofu you i didn't i'm mm. lazy you i think it does say like flip it halfway through but mm. to me it's fine like it's like one side is super crispy and one's less crispy it's fine mm. okay um and then and then i put this goop uh um satay sauce on it mm. and it was phenomenal that sounds really and good And i'm gonna have it for dinner tonight instead mm. of del taco because <gasps> i already made it there you go yeah. that's how you detox yeah. um so I highly recommend. I mean, even if you try sun butter, you could use almond butter, you could use peanut butter, you use whatever. I kind of want to make it with just peanut butter because I have a bunch of peanut yeah, yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah, use like, it with. I'm sure. It, the, I'm sure the taste is almost exactly the same. Yeah. Um. It's. I'm gonna keep making that sauce. It's so good. Sounds good. The only thing is, you have to, like, I don't often have um, fresh ginger, which I'm gonna try to always have fresh ginger. You gotta in the get house. that box. I'm going to. I'm gonna sign up this week. I think I might actually. Sign up this afternoon. You should, because you'll... Imperfect produce. It comes with ginger a lot? It comes a lot with ginger, yeah. That's perfect. That sold me even more. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, What would you buy? I would buy... Oh. um, Those ribbon sneakers. Hmm. So in what... First of all, what we're wearing at the bottom, for one of them, they had all this... I did it say it was like Fenty by Rihanna, but as a clothing line, I did not know that they Fenty made or not Fenty. What am I saying? Yeah, Fenty Beauty. Called? Yeah, um, they have clothes too. They might on Goop. They have clothes, huh. and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I didn't know about that. Like, is this only on Goop? Am I? Yeah. Like here, look this Fenty by Rihanna varsity sweater. Oh, that's a cool sweater. And like all these like different like. Fenty, look at these track pants. I'm just showing Brian the Fenty clothes. And oh, and like, you can get it on the Puma website. So maybe it's a, a collaboration with Puma. Oh, and yeah, she was. Just, she was like the face of Puma? No, she was having a line with Puma. I oh. remember that from her Instagram. So Goop is okay. just saying. They're just selling it. They're just selling it. Okay, I totally forgot about that. Anyway, I was confused. But that wasn't the thing I would buy. The thing I would buy were these things that they were selling with the Fenty stuff, which was um, the ribbon sneakers they're like these white sneakers they're like kind of platform like they look like running shoes but instead of laces they just have like these big bows like ballet shoes and i just think they're so oh, those cool. are pretty yeah. like they look really weird and just different and it's the kind of thing i would just 
I mean, like if I was in high school, I would have been like, I need these. Totally. And they're four hundred dollars, and Whoa. I was like, really thinking, like, is there a way? I, could buy these? <laughs> I always want to buy white sneakers, but they always get so dirty, and I'm so bad at like keeping them clean that it's not worth it for me. I always wear white sneakers, and they get so dirty, but I just think they look really nice, even yeah. if they're dirty. But then I wore them to my grandma's retirement home to go visit her, mm-hmm. and as we were walking out, my mom was like wheeling her in her wheelchair down to the dining hall. She turns to my mom and she goes, what's the matter with your daughter? She can't afford new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, someone that worked there said that my to your grandma. Mom? Oh, your grandma said it. Yes. And she I was, was like, oh saucy. my God, you old bitch. Yeah, she didn't know what the hell was going on. She's out of her mind. I was like, uh, okay. God, I can't imagine if my grandmothers were still alive. They would be, uh, I think they'd be a hundred. They I, had my parents when they were sort of old. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> It's, good. it's better for your life, I think, if you have kids when you're older. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially, like, I feel like our grandparents, like, they just had kids when they were, like, kids themselves. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel sad. Yeah. My my grandfathers were both, I think, 40 by the time my parents. My parents were also both the youngest children. Oh, yeah. So I think yeah. that just sort oh, of okay. happened. But yeah. They're all dead. Yeah. Um, I would buy... Oh, okay. So there was this article, and it almost made my craziest... But I felt bad to say it was crazy because it was 10 easy swaps for creating less waste. Oh. And these people are like super composters and it's like a family and they like have this weird toilet paper that they use and they don't let their kids use paper towels. And it just seemed like very stressful for me, yeah. even though I do think that they're doing the right thing. You shouldn't use paper towels. Yeah, you shouldn't. But I do. I do. I buy so many of them at Costco. Yeah. I'm going to hell. But one thing that we can all do, which mm-hmm. I mean... I can do it, <laughs> is uh, bringing um, like a real fork and real coffee cup uh, and um, straw and like a metal straw with you when you go to like go out for coffee or whatever. And so you don't use plastic straws or forks or... You can't do that. I, I don't agree with you. Really? No one could do that. I feel like that's... That's a... like the craziest thing I've really? ever heard. I, to me, that felt like the easiest thing to do instead of like... Because I, I could have like a whole compost pile and I could like never buy paper towels and like only like wipe with cloths. But Those this... are both so much easier. Really? I Yeah. First of all, I've already started the phase out into using cloths instead of paper towels. I just the have cloths like... cloths get dirty. Like you yeah, can't but actually then you... clean something with a cloth. Yes, you can. You just wash it. I mean, I have all these old shitty um, dish towels. And you from... just use them once and throw them in the wash? So how many cloths no, do you have? No, I use them more. I use... But then they'll have bacteria on them. Well, so will a sponge just to like wipe something down. I, I have a new sponge several times a week. Yeah. I mean, I'll use, I have a bunch of, I don't use the same one over and over again. I'll okay. use it like two or three times and then I'll, then, and I haven't fully gotten the system down yet. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still using it, but I have like, I probably have like eight shitty dishcloths from I Ikea that I don't want to put out and use as regular dishcloths anymore. I use anymore. Those too. I just you know those use them all thin the time. white ones. Yeah, no, I know. But wait, so you think it's crazier to bring your own straw or fork or coffee cup to like Starbucks and be like, hey, can you put it in this cup? Yes, it's definitely crazier than to have a compost thing and to use a use a towel instead of a paper towel. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It is- <laughs> to me, that seemed like so simple to just like. Huh. I mean, I guess it's simple, but like you're going to bring like what, like a porcelain mug or like no, a like travel a, mug? Uh, or- just like a, a, yeah, a mug or a coffee cup. You could bring a travel mug. Yeah. You're not going to bring a metal straw. I could. Bring a cloth napkin. You walk <laughs> there. I mean, no, you're starting to get insane now. Wow. Okay. Huh. I guess I misread, which was that, that seemed the easiest thing to me. Huh. 
Because that like you're making somebody do something out of the norm for their job. That's why I it's feel not like any harder for them. It's just like no, they, and they'll do it. Like if yeah. they bring, they'll give you a discount if you bring like a travel mug. I'm just ima- I was imagining you going with like a coffee mug. If I'm gonna drink it there, sure. That well, don't do that. I haven't done it. I'm just bring a travel mug. That's fine. Okay. I mean, it's no harder for someone to put coffee in a coffee mug than it is in a Starbucks cup. It's not harder. It's just like... Or like a cool mason jar for iced coffee. Hey, can I have a cold brew? Oh, you can put it in here. And they'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm sure they'd love to do that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But it is harder because they know the training at Starbucks is like they they have like fill lines. Like they know where they fill it on the cup. They could estimate. I don't even need a discount. Who knows? I've never done it. We'll see. Maybe I'll buy more cloths. I do use cloths. I also use paper towels. I feel like they're for two different things. Okay. Now I'm just feeling bad about destroying the earth. Um, oh, also she she uh, has a returnable glass container for milk. That sounds expensive. Yeah, because she only buys Strauss milk. Yeah. Or she treats herself to Milkman with a Y, M-Y-L-K-M-A-N, on the milk delivery I mean, this woman is a lot. The milkman thing, that's a scam. And those guys seem bad. And her toilet paper is called Who Gives a Crap? And it's individual rolls. Can you imagine buying an individual roll of toilet paper? What's the point? Because they, because there's really no way to do it. Like, you can't use reusable toilet paper. Like, there's no way to do it. So I think what this company does is they donate 50% of their profits to building toilets in third and fourth. Fourth world, what's fourth world countries? Is that like Mars, Atlantis, Atlantis, (laughs) Um, the Great Pyramids? Yeah, I don't know. Suffering from sanitation related diseases. Oh God! I mean, look, I feel like if you can afford to do that, then like that would be a great way to give back. I'm not going to feel guilty at all about not doing it because I, I, I can't. I don't have the money. Yeah, I mean, and others like I use my own bags at the grocery store. Yeah, well, you have to now. No. I forgot them the other day and Vaughn's gave me paper bags. Oh, yeah. But you have to like buy them. It's a whole ordeal. (laughs) Whole ordeal. Well, it used to be like when you went to Ralph's, they would just like bag your bags. Like it wasn't a big deal. Paper or plastic. And there'd be like a bag person. And now it's like, do you need a bag? (laughs) Did you bring your thing? Oh, wait. I forgot. Now I have to charge you again. I love that. I think you should really feel guilty if you don't bring bags to grocery stores. Especially if you ask for plastic bags. It's just like a pain in the ass to like not. That's why I bring them because it's yeah. like it's annoying. Well, if you want to look further into it, it's an article on Goop called 10 Easy Swaps for Creating Less Waste. It's, I guess, controversial which swaps are easier than others. <laughs> but... Or I don't think it's about ease. I think it's about more or less insane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for bearing with us on our little hiatus. Uh, and thank you guys for listening to this extremely long podcast. Um, keep sending in those, uh, reviews. We didn't, Please. you didn't have anything to review over the break, so hey. I can't fault you for that. You're, uh, yeah. but we want those five star ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at goop yourself and at Twitter at goop yourself pod. Um, let us know if you like Jen Gunter or hate her or are indifferent. I'm indifferent. I am obsessed with her. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll be back, uh, sometime later this week with an all with magazine pod and then um, and then back to our regular schedule on Friday Yay. for the newsletters. All right guys. Bye. bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com code BUTTERY exclusions apply see site for details